I'm very excited about today's topic because it's a topic that um, really debilitated me in my past, and that is I thought I was flawed. I thought I was broken. I thought I had shortcomings because other people expected out of me what they expect of themselves, and I have a different skill set than everybody else. Today is all about the consequences of being sorry for your shortcomings. Um, and actually, now that I'm saying this, because I'm recording this after we recorded it, we didn't talk as much about the consequences um, because the topic took a little bit of a change. So it, I, I'm still keeping the title because I think it's really easy to follow the thread of, well, okay, if I keep focusing on things that I wish were different or other people want to be different in me, there's a grave consequence to that. Right. And so as you're listening through, what I want you to listen for is, wow, what would that consequence be? And I want to remind you, this is an engaged cast, which means uh, as you're listening, I want you to say the answers out loud or take a pen and a pencil or a piece of paper and whatever and journal out your answers or just say your answers out loud because this is a podcast to be engaged, uh, for you to engage. It's not just a passive podcast. Now, you can listen to it as one, so don't stop the, the tape. Remember tapes, uh, for those of you uh, who remember tapes. Uh, so don't stop yourself um, from listening to it, but I challenge you to engage a little bit. So with that being said, let's um, talk about why I wanted to talk about shortcomings because, well, then, I just, <clears throat> that word, I, I just, it is a word. The word itself isn't bad, but uh, I used to apply it to myself way too much and um, delayed my own personal growth. So let's hop in and talk about that a little. Here we go. Okay, it is 8.01 a.m. Eastern Time on a Tuesday. And for those of you who are regulars, you know this is the Gratitude Slam live time. If you are watching this as a replay, type the words replay inside the chat section just like I am now to um, so that it pings me and lets me know, hey, Sally, Mary, uh, Jelly, Pondo, whatever, someone's watching. And that way I could go back and comment on your involvement and interaction. And if you're listening to this as a um, podcast or what I call an engaged cast because I want you to feel engaged the entire time, then just shout out loud, engaged, and uh, I'll hear you from wherever I am sitting, no matter where you are, because, well, I guess we're disconnected through gratitude. Today's topic is the consequence of being sorry for your shortcomings. What? I'm going to slow down and say that one again. The consequence of being sorry for your shortcomings. That is today's theme of the Gratitude Slam. And um, I really enjoy that theme because uh, for today because on the Gratitude Slam wall, as I ask different kinds of questions, um, a lot of people use the words, my flaws. I hear a lot of people using the words, my shortcomings. Um, and, and I just am like, oh man, I'm not, I'm not sure how much I, I love that this is like a regular part of our vernacular on an everyday basis. So again, as you come in the room, say good morning like Roz, good morning. If this is your first time watching a Gratitude Slam uh, or with me live, uh, put a picture of an animal, an emoji of an animal, or write animal inside the chat section so we can see like, hey, it's somebody new to the live video. And if you're a returnee, if you've done this before, if this is old hat for you, 
then put into the comment section an emoji of something green or something growing just to show the audience members that are here or the participants that are here hey i get a little bit of sunshine out of this and everyone gets a little bit of different nutrients here right Anna, good morning. Welcome on in the room. And I always love to know what everyone's cup of cozy is. I'm drinking a smoked red tea today. It doesn't taste red, but it does taste smoked. Uh, so it is a tea from China. I don't remember how to say it in Chinese, but uh, and it's not Lapsang Sauch or however you say it. It's a different one, uh, but it's good. All right. So what's in your cup of cozy? Slam that down. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, hopefully you have a cup of cozy and say whatever cup of cozy you've got, even if it's water, seltzer, Sprite, Coke, whatever, Coca-Cola, right? Uh, so all right. Yes, shortcomings, Ross says. What? Where? Right. So the consequences of being sorry for the shortcomings. So again, uh, by the way, before I forget, what I'd like to ask everyone that's here is I'd love to ask everyone to invite one person into the slam. Uh, if you know someone that would be interesting, uh, you can either go right to the wall of the slam or you can use the link that I just, um, oh, I actually don't think I, yeah, no, that is right. Um, or you can just copy and paste that link to someone and be like, hey, check this out. So we're always looking to grow this with people who want to be in the group. Um, we're being really surgical and careful about that. Uh, all right, Roz is drinking her oolong with essential oils. Mm. Take a breath. All right, shortcomings. Number one, how would we define a shortcoming, right? I see this word used almost every day, shortcoming or flaw or imperfection, or problems, or lack. Like these are words I hear just about every day as I ask questions on the gratitude slam. And so first off, what is the definition of a shortcoming? And I, I've not walked in with a definition in advance, but a shortcoming would mean you're missing, to me, part of your humanity, part of being a living, breathing person. And, even if you're missing organs or uh, body parts, which some people are, does that mean you as a human have a shortcoming? No, it just means you've got one less digit. It just means you've got one less kidney, uh, well, right? It, but shortcomings and flaws, like people are like, oh, I'm flawed, I, I run late. Is that a flaw? Oh, I can't love myself enough. I have a shortcoming and I'm passing that on to friends, family, children, right? And so the moment we see something as a shortcoming or a flaw, well, we're going to act accordingly, right? If your car has a shortcoming in its brake system, you're going to act with extreme caution at all times, well, you know, for survival. But when it comes to being human, if we were all the same, if we were all scoring uh, the same exact way in the same exact areas, well, then there would be no natural selection in order to create in the world and generate evolution. Mm. So Janice, good morning, watching the first half on replay. Welcome Kimberly, welcome in the room. Amanda, welcome on in the room. So. Right. Let's just call it out right now. Let's just say I let's just write it. I mean, I don't have shortcomings. Right. Yeah. Just type it. I just typed. I don't have shortcomings. I have things that might not come as naturally to me. Right. I've got a lot of books on my shelf over there and another 
three times that in the other room and another four times that at home. Uh, and I know there's people that have the ability to read a book in a day. I guess I have the ability, um, but reading, I don't read as fast as others, but I think as fast, faster, faster than others. I can speak differently. So it's not a shortcoming. There's just different attributes, and I don't choose to spend time learning to read faster because that's a skill I'm not interested in honing. I want to read. So sometimes I listen to audiobooks. Sometimes I listen to Blinkist and abbreviated books. Sometimes I'll read the book and take the time to sit down. Sometimes I'll underline books and go back and read them to read the book again. Right? So it's not about shortcomings, right? If we can't, if someone says, my shortcoming is I can't love. Okay, well, do you want to love? That's the first thing. If so, then you go, what skills do I need to start to love? Right? I can't trust. That's my flaw. Is that a flaw or is that something you want? If you want to not trust, then, hey, you're doing a great job and, well, you're all incomplete anyways. And if you do wish or want or long to trust people more, then the question is, is okay, are you having a shortcoming? Because if so, that means you're not going to be able to fix that shortcoming, right? But you're not broken. You're not flawed. There's a skill set you want. To trust is a skill set. To love is a skill set. To speak in public is a skill set. To make really damn ass good tea is a skill set. And so if you want a skill set, you go, what do I need? Now, you could say, well, Michael, I want to be an Olympic athlete, and I don't have legs. And I'm not making fun of that, right? There's actually, I know a lot of dancers who are um, wheelchair-bound, right? But they find a way to dance with the body they have. Does that mean they have a shortcoming? It actually means they can create art. Uh, it's possibly even easier to create art than some other people who are dancers. The reason I say that is artists are defined by their ability to play with the limitations of life. If you've got a box of crayons, I love this analogy that I learned um, out of an essay from Lawrence G. Bolt uh, in The Art of Making a Living. I never met the guy. I'm not sure if he's still on this planet. I think he is. But he says, like, basically he says, like, hey, if someone's got a box of 24 crayons and you got a box of eight crayons, does that mean the person with 24 crayons can make a better picture? No, it just means they've got more colors to pick from. But some of the greatest pieces of art in the entire world were done with charcoal. One, one color, one, you know, tone. So, uh, so Kimberly's asking, is this is a shortcoming or flaw in the mindset shift? It's what you call it. It's the difference between gratitude and lack. If you focus on gratitude, you go, wow, what do I have right now? Then your mind's going to go, and it's going to start registering like a computer, which our brain is a computer. It's a very organic computer. And um, uh, Amanda put a link in there. It looks like a Kintsugi link, but I've never heard it called whatever it's being called there, um, which I don't. Uh, see the uh, direct correlation. So maybe, Amanda, you can uh, let us know what it is. Um, so back to what I was saying about Kimberly is gratitude. You say, hey, you know what? I'm really grateful I'm alive today. I'm really grateful that I have the ability to read. I'm really grateful that I've got the ability to move, you know, and, and right? And, you know, and if you're, you're missing literally a physical part of your body or a physical part of your brain has been removed. Oh, I'm really grateful that I can be present in this moment. And from there, right, Kimberly and everyone else in the room, that's our rocket ship. That's where we launch from. 
We just launch from the present wherever we are in that moment. If we want specific skill sets or we want to be able to do something that a lot of other people do but maybe we don't have the capabilities because the technology isn't designed for it, right? Uh, lefties are not short don't have shortcomings, but there are scissors for left-handed people, right? That doesn't mean they're broken. It doesn't mean they're flawed. And if there's something in you, fear, anxiety, depression, is that a shortcoming? No, that is who you are, where you are, and you can make the decision, what would I like to build from here? So back to that question of, is it a mindset shift? It's a focus shift. All right, well, what don't I have? Well, I have depression. Well, I have anxiety. Well, I have a lot of fear around loving others. Um, and I, so therefore, I can't act like a normal functioning human. Well, if that's what we focus on, our brain's going to go ch ch ching ch 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 ching ch ch ching No problem. I'm going to find all the reasons you cannot behave and be with us in our uh, culture, right? Some of the most successful people in the world have things that many of us call shortcomings, but they call them their superhero powers, right? A lot of people, science, will call me dyslexic, but I just go, wow, that gives me an ability to process and receive the world differently. So, um, yeah, so Kintsugi, Amanda, is, so, so I'm, I've never heard it called the way it is. Kintsugi is, actually, Kintsugi is assuming you're broken and you're using gold to repair. So, right, if, but, so it's in the same vein, but that's assuming we're broken in the first place. What if we're not actually broken? Maybe our hearts got broken, right? And so we use gold to mend it and now it is stronger. And so this whole idea of, hey, if something feels broken, feels broken or physically broken, a bone breaks. When you break a bone in your body, it then becomes the strongest bone in your body because of the way that it heals, much like Kintsuji, what Amanda put in the chat section there. Roz is saying limitation shortcomings seem to be differences. Yeah, wow, I really love that vernacular around that, right? Maybe, maybe it's not a limitation. Maybe it's not a shortcoming. Maybe it's just how you're unique. Maybe it's how you're different. Now, maybe it is, right? We're trained to want to be like everyone else, right? That's the whole idea of bullying. Oh, uh, George has three toes. Let's make fun of him because we have 10. Where some of the people making fun of them have nine. They're just not wearing flip-flops, right? And so it's like, wh who the fuck cares, right? It's just something that makes me different. And if I do have darker thoughts or I have anxiety and other people outwardly don't seem to have it, well, okay, that's making me feel different, but it's just my uniqueness. Right, Janice is saying, ooh, that's what you needed to envision, fixing your heart with gold. Yeah, Kintsuji, right? When I had, uh, so Liz Gluckstein, who sometimes watches this, I um, spoke with her one day. She's now a coach to many different people. And um, she said she was broken. I said, well, what if you're um, not broken? What if this thing's hurt and now it's time to heal? And we talked about Kintsugi and she actually brought me a pot that was already broken in her house, but she sealed it with gold. And I, I love keeping this as a symbol of the impact we can have on others merely by giving imagery and context and words and the gifts of perspective, right? And we can do that with each other. <sighs> Do a three dot meditation. The three dot meditation is a reminder that any time you wish you can bring your focus to a single point. Mm. It's 
try that one more time. And if you're watching this as a replay, I'd love it for you to still participate as well. Ah, I love that feeling that I feel when I touch the dots, the periods on my keyboard, and if you're doing it on your phone, the glass on the screen. So let's use this as a time to just center and dot, dot, dot. And if you're listening to this as the podcast version, say dot, dot, dot. It's just a reminder that we can bring our focus to whatever we want. So we can fo bring our focus to how am I different and how is that wrong, or we can bring our focus to how am I different and how can I use that, how can I fly from that. Or, hey, my difference, what can I do to strengthen that if I choose to strengthen that? Kimberly says, you agree, but I'm worried about claiming about depression. It's part of who I am. Well, no, it's not a part of who you are. It's something you experience. So I, I actually 100% disagree as somebody who has the experiences of depression. Notice I'm not saying I am depressed. I could say I feel depressed. It's a feeling. I'm not saying you do not have chemicals in your body that are creating the feelings, but I'm saying it's not who you are. It's not part of who you are. I don't see it that way, and I know I might be pushing on a lot of people's beliefs, but I see it as an experience you're having. And it's really powerful when you go, I am not depression, right? Advertisements might say differently like oh I am depression and then they tell you there's a pill but you're not depression you're having the experience of depression you're having the feelings of depression and then there's coping mechanisms depending on the angle which you're coming from into mitigating the feelings or shifting the feelings or shifting the focus or going wow this dark feeling what can I learn about myself or my chemicals in my body Annette Marie, for instance, is saying I'm late, and I think she's right on time because we're about to start the gratitude slam. So here we go. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. Let's take the time to write that out. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. And write it three times. This is our practice, even if you don't feel grateful in this moment. Even if you have feelings that are not the feeling of gratitude, you can still have gratitude. So I am so grateful. You can still state it, even if you don't exactly want to lean into it fully. It's your opportunity to say it, to practice it. And while you type it out, I just want to remind you one more time, hey, I'd love it if you invited one person into the slam today. Um, whether you pass on that link or literally go to the Gratitude Slam and just use the invite link, because uh, we're building the community. So Janice, you said it once, say it two more times. Ah, Kimberly's got it slammed down. This is why it's called the Gratitude Slam. We're slamming down gratitude. Amanda's saying it. Roz is saying it. And now I want you to give, before we hop off, three areas in which you're grateful for something you can accept in yourself that in the past looked like a flaw or shortcoming. So I'm going to say that again. Three things where you're grateful that you can accept yourself for something in the past you saw as a shortcoming. So I'll give an example. I'm grateful that I'm an empath and I feel deeply. I'm grateful that I care about other people deeply to the point that um, I used to think it was a flaw and I see it now as a power. I'm grateful that by not being able to read, by not having the skill set of reading quickly, I've learn to be able to communicate through speech differently than writing and reading. 
right? Used to be called shortcomings in school, <laughs> right, and in work, that I was too weak, and so I was told I was flawed. And then I had to go, well, what if they're really just who I am? And that's the place I create from. That's how I became a coach. I cared so deeply about people. Writing wasn't something I particularly enjoyed as much. I enjoy it more now, now that I'm more connected to what I write. But I found the ability to speak with others like this right here, right now. So I want you to give me three areas in which you're grateful for that you can accept yourself, but you used to call it a flaw, a shortcoming, or a problem within you. And I'll read some of the answers here. Roz is saying I'm grateful when you're compassionate, even when it makes it hard to sometimes set boundaries, which, you know, in my earlier self and many people's earlier self that I worked with, they go, oh, it's a problem I have. No, it's not a problem. It's who you are. How do you harness that? This is about harnessing. So Janice, hey, then that's okay. You can say, I'm grateful that I can recognize this part is hard for me. That's fine. That's, that's, there's your starting point. So I'm not asking you to break your constitution with yourself. I'm just saying push on it just a little bit to see if it upholds. Because I promise you if it's about limitations, if it's about um, labels, um, the constitution itself will not uphold in that case, your personal constitution. Right? I'm grateful I'm wired differently too, Kimberly Creek. Love that idea. And if you're listening to this as a podcast on iTunes or Spotify, I want you to say your answers out loud, not just think it. Let's solidify those neural connections or, or write it down. If you're listening to this, then journal it out at the same time. Roz is grateful for her tense attention to detail, right? Formerly known as perfectionism. That's like Prince, right? The artist formerly known as Prince, right? The artist formerly known as perfectionism is now a superhero trait of attention to details, right? Because perfectionism can show up as a negative trait and it can show up as a positive trait. It depends what the outcome is. Is the outcome not to lose or is the outcome to win? And those are different angles to come from perfectionism on. Hmm. I'm drinking my smoked red tea here while you put down your answers. And if you're listening to this as a podcast as you're thinking about them and then saying them out loud, hey, if there's a if you're listening to this on the bus or the subway, turn to the person next to you and be like, I am grateful for how shy I used to be. Because it learned me, helped me learn I just really like to be alone with my thoughts, right? Whatever that is. So again, I'd love for you to put down three areas you're grateful. So Janice even, I'd want, love for you to write, I'm grateful that talking about my shortcomings is, what, and whatever it is, right, what, what, the part that you're having trouble with, I'm grateful for uh, accepting my, not being able to accept myself as easily and recognizing that, right? That is the gratitude. That's where we start from. So you might want to go think about this one. Maybe you don't want to type it out. Maybe you just want to put a I'm grateful for and put an emoji to represent what you're thinking. So Roz's key is she can reframe anything. Kimberly's saying, I'm grateful that you have struggled because it's helped connect with others. Yeah, right? You now have the ability. You have context to connect with people in ways that I probably do not. Um, that don't come as naturally to me. All right, let's seal in today's slam with the word differences. Because I like what Roz said. What maybe you call a shortcoming is just something that's differences. So let's seal in today's slam with the words differences. 
I'd also love it if you put down into the chat section um, one key. What's one thing you're walking away with from today? And if you're watching this as a replay, I'd love to hear what, what was the reason you came in here today? What was the meaning between behind coming in here today? What made you want to walk out the door going, damn, son, I am a stronger human being because of this moment? It may be something just that you said. might be something that Kim said or Annette said or Roz said or I said. So put down your one key. Kimberly, I'm grateful for my curves, right? Beautiful, right? Beautiful. All right, I'm grateful for my body. Someone in our Gratitude Slam Plus group, um, or maybe it wasn't Gratitude Slam Plus, it might have been one of the Lloyds, uh, parts of her body that she does not enjoy as much when looking in the mirror. She puts her hands on them and she goes, I'm grateful for my neck. I'm grateful for my curves, right? Uh, or, I, you know, I love you curves. I love you neck. I love you, right? Because we can love it even if we, you know, expect it to be different. And maybe then we'll start accepting instead of expecting. I like that. All right, let's get the piece out rolling. Thanks to everyone. And again, one last time, there's the link to the Gratitude Slam. Invite one person in today. And if you're listening to this as a podcast, invite one person to the podcast or the group, of course. Uh, and if you're watching this as a replay, I will go back and respond to, uh, as long as I know that it's there, uh, respond to um, people who watch the replay. And thanks for always, as always, being here. But thank you for investing in the community here and investing in yourself as well. Because if more people are investing in themselves and their personal journeys and the ability to look in the mirror from wherever we are today, the launch pad we're on today, just imagine what that world will look like. Much love. Thanks, everyone. And uh, if you still are writing some stuff down, I'll go back and read it later. So thanks so much. Thank you for being here and actually looking in the mirror and going, oh, I'm just a human going through a being and um, not being so hard on ourselves. Like, just imagine a world where there was less people being so hard on themselves. And instead of being hard and punishing and disciplining ourselves, we go, all right, let's reward ourselves with um, some growth here. So. I just love you for doing that. So thanks for being here. Uh, as always, I'd love to hear your takeaways. You can email me at michael at thelegacyofyou.com or find me on any social media channels. I'm going to say that again. Michael at thelegacyofyou.com or Michael Ian Cedar at Instagram, Facebook, blah, 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 whatever else there is. Thanks so much and see ya, listen to you, be in your ears the next time. <laughs>